Welcome to the sixth episode of Professional Overthinkers. The show where we overthink so you don't have to. What's on your mind? Um, I don't know. Sometimes when we think, you know, in when we think, we overthink. And when we overthink, think, we, we start... Think. We, th- <laughs> yeah. we start asking questions and finding out stuff, you know, about ourselves, about people we know, all of the things we observe all the time uh, sometimes pop back up in your head and you start analyzing situations over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking about when people, and this is this has been a very long brewing topic for us, yeah. yeah. O- almost in every episode prior to this, we have mentioned that this episode is coming. So, yeah, I think we even mentioned in our previous episode in mental health. Yes, yes. We the still haven't said. We what still it haven't is. said what it is, but <laughs> it's um, it's victimization, as we said. But during yeah. our current research, yeah, it should be. We should call it. We meant to say self victimization yeah when you have that um victimizing yourself and that uh victim mentality yeah mentality that they call it so so that's what i've been thinking about that's what's been on my mind and i want us to discuss it today finally you know hopefully this will also give the listeners a opportunity to listen uh to our previous episodes after listening to this one and maybe have a new perspective on what we said maybe we should listen to our previous episodes <laughs> <Yeah>. again <laughs> i yeah. do yeah me too sometimes yeah uh anyways self victims and self obsessed <laughs> self victims and self obsessed yeah <laughs> so so yeah self victimization why do we do it when do we do it do we even know that we're doing it those are just questions that mm-hmm. are in my head right now I think sometimes uh, we don't know that we do it. Uh, for me, I've realized uh, that a lot of times that I had done it, but I didn't know it back then that I was like victimizing myself because there are so many things in our lives that are very deeply rooted that we don't know it's not okay, it's not normal, but not even okay or not normal it's just like it's not conventional to think that way you know Mm -hmm. but for us it has become conventional and it's become some part of the norm but there are a lot of things that it's so like deeply rooted that you have to unlearn to be able to understand that that was not okay for me to in that situation to victimize myself even more for example you're going through something mental health problems right previous episode we were talking about mental health Mm -hmm. anxiety and all the good stuff (laughs) so basically um sometimes i can talk from personal experience too so sometimes especially when you're a extreme uh, extreme person anxious person or you have that panic disorder you victimize I have victimized myself even more. I've realized that. Yeah. In what way though? So basically, what you do is like, okay, you're going through like a panic attack, right? And in that second, 
it's okay to have those thoughts right mm-hmm. it's okay mm-hmm. to have those thoughts oh my god i'm gonna this is so bad why is it happening to me it's okay because yeah. it's panic it's normal it's a for high you. stress situation yeah, yeah exactly it's normal but afterwards when you're like talking to someone about it not a therapist like to someone you're talking about it and then you realize you're kind of romanticizing it and you're kind of glamorizing it you know oh yeah i had a panic attack you yeah, know and yeah 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 i know what you're saying yeah. i i have anxiety and this again it's really okay to talk about it but you have to understand the motive why you're talking about it are you talking about it because you just want to share something that happened and you're not seeking validation you're mm-hmm, not seeking mm-hmm. anything are you talking about it to make the person in front of you not to feel alone which yeah. is good so constructive in, in exactly. any way some way if it's not constructive exactly or are you talking about it for the person in front of you to be like oh you're so poor it's no, so, s- <laughs> you're so poor. i mean poor you yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're so poor <laughs> no like yeah you're so poor like oh that's sad you're going through this you know and then you and in that situation you kind of forget what you're going through but you just become a victim and out of nowhere out of nowhere you self-victimize yourself you're like okay i'm not enough and i don't deserve better i don't ban because because it feels good to receive that validation mm-hmm, from mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's kind of interconnected i mean some people might have a different definition of what sure. they mean being uh, like a having a victim mentality but uh again i feel like they go hand in the hand with the like the seeking validation from other people mm-hmm. that uh comes from victimizing yourself yeah. or sometimes like when you have th- uh have experiences that have been going for you know very long maybe sometimes you forget how long you have some uh, hardships mm-hmm. and uh i think it's a very bad way to con uh like what i'm s- what i'm gonna say is not gonna be a hundred percent accurate because the definition is used for another thing like you know stockholm syndrome mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. It's, it's actually for uh people who have been abused but i think taking the same analogy is like you've been with this hard thing for so long like this hardship in your life that even when there is a way to get out you don't know how to experience life without that so you come back to it and that kind of fuels your self-victimization it goes into a loop you're kind of like the abuser like or the kidnapper or whatever of the like in Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, you do it yourself. So you're both the kidnapper and the victim. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Oh, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's what, what, what you said is also accurate. And I think also our very, very dear, um, dear animal analogy allegory is also a good yeah. thing to mention here, uh, which we actually... Th- talked about when we were preparing for some episodes a while ago but then ultimately decided to keep it for this one because it's so it makes so much sense so the story goes uh, the story is about the cow and the buffalo and it really makes sense with what we talked about just now uh i don't know who what the origin story of this is mm, but uh you should absolutely if you're interested if you find the topic interesting 
and uh, you should go research it on your own because I'm not going to say it 100% accurately. Maybe I missed some things. But the moral of the story is that um, during a storm, imagine a storm heading towards a herd of cow and a herd of buffalo. Uh, you know this, but like listeners, imagine. <laughs> there's a field and there's cow and buffalo separately. Hashtag mumu. Hashtag mumu. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the storm is approaching and the behavior pattern of the two animal types is radically different. So the cows uh, run away from the storm, whereas the buffalo run towards the heart of the storm. Uh, when they run, uh, the storm is naturally faster than the cows, so it approaches them. And when it gets to them, they're already beaten up and tired and they get plummeted with rain, hail, snow, whatever it is. Uh, because the buffalo are running towards the heart of the storm, um, they actually experience the effects much sooner. But because faster. they're but faster, yeah. Um, and they go through it head on. But because they're running towards it, it passes them quicker and they're able to relax and graze in the sun. So, you know, moral of the story is try to be a buffalo as much as you Don't can. Don't be a cow. Don't be a cow. Be a buffalo. Yeah, it's interesting to think in this situation is that sometimes, like, when we're the cow, <laughs> we're <laughs> and <laughs> let's put it that way. Yeah. I love cows, but not to eat them, but they, they're cute. Um, when, when we run away from the storm... For me, this is for me. Yeah. I feel like that at that point, we already like we're running away from something, but at the same time, we're talking about it as if it's it's something like to romanticize. Mm -hmm. For example, with anxiety, this mm -hmm. is like a uh, an example that I like to use because I've personally experienced that too. Speaking from experience, yes. Yeah. Speaking from experience, exactly. But I'm not trying to self-victimize myself now here. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so you're running, you're romanticizing about it, and you're still thinking that it's not like, oh, I'm running away and it's not going to catch up to me. You're thinking that it's going to catch up to you and you're going to go through it, but then you go through it, and I'm sure some of those cows sat there after the storm and were talking about the storm. Yeah, moo, 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 yeah. You know, and uh, you said something earlier, it's that, you get attached to that feeling as well, that mm -hmm. you know there's a way out, but you get so comfy with the feeling of like always feeling anxious or panic, panicky, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that you don't want to seek solutions. And no matter how many people around you support you, no matter how many therapists you go to, if you don't have the mindset that you are going to not become a victim of your own thoughts and your own um, issues, you will not change. Yeah. You have to accept. Again, I'm not saying it happens overnight because it has take me, taken me taken me so long, and still, I'm sometimes I when I realize that I still realize that I'm doing it, but you have to just accept it whatever is happening to you, a tragedy, you lost someone, you went through a breakup, you anything. anything. You have to accept it 
you can say, okay, I was maybe you were a victim in that situation, but you're not gonna add up onto it and become like self victimize yourself even more. So first step is acceptance. Mm-hmm. You have to accept it. Okay, it happened, but then you're not gonna hang on to it. It happened. Okay. Now yeah. you, the next step is to let it go. Mm-hmm. You just have to let it go because you don't want it to accumulate on top of other problems and then filling up the tank and just exploding. Just like the buffalo, I think. When they run, they're like, oh boy, let's hold on tight. We're going into this. Uh-huh. But then when it passes, they don't they go moo-moo like the cows. <laughs> and they're just like, okay, let's eat grass. Yeah, and then they let it go. Yeah. So you have to first accept and then learn to let it go. Again, mm-hmm. it doesn't happen overnight. It might take m- many panic attacks. It might take so much effort. Mm-hmm. But you have to not hang on tight to it because it's going to stop you from enjoying your life and seeing the good in all of the things. Yeah, let with letting go, what helps is that being great like practicing gratefulness whenever this is what i'm practicing now too whenever i wake up i think of one thing i'm not gonna say all five things no just one thing that i'm grateful small steps one thing is enough yeah on that morning i wake up and i think about one thing that i'm really grateful for Mm -hmm. or you can do it with journaling as well it depends so basically acceptance letting go practicing gratitude because you know what it's for us sometimes it's so hard to see the good when we're focusing like we're we're becoming a victim it's hard to focus like the good things that is surrounding us right we Mm -hmm. because we only keep focusing on oh my god i'm so sad i'm a depressed person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't want to under i'm sorry for saying depressed i'm not i don't want to like undermine the of course, no, no, okay, no, no. So I understand. It's yeah. just like I'm a sad person. Uh, I don't deserve this. But talking then, down on yourself exactly, is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. So, but then if you take a moment and you look around you, just like pause for just a minute and look around you, and in your life, what you are grateful for and how far you've come, you know, it just like all the good things that has happened to you besides the bad things. Yeah, I understand. And you know, there's is, is it's hard to talk about this, not because of um, it's like a hard topic. It is, but usually well, whatever we talk about is already hard. Um, now I'm not bragging, but I'm ki- I kind of am. But... <laughs> Uh, it's hard to talk about this for me because there are so many thoughts and ideas you want to connect to this because it all makes sense. And I think this is why we left it to be uh, such a episode so, uh, that's so much later than all the rest we talk, uh, all the rest of the episodes we, we already recorded and published uh, is because it connects to literally everything, you know? And there are two things I want to touch upon. Uh First is uh, looking at, you know, when I said, when we talked about Stockholm Syndrome and you being both the, uh, so you're essentially the abuser of your own Mm -hmm. self Mm -hmm. in this scenario when we talk about self-victimization. 
you know what it also feels like when when you are someone who is having a hard time getting out of it even if they see a way when we said it uh it's it's almost like if you visualize the anxiety panic breakup whatever it is as an as a, like a tiny creature living with you it's like they're always there even if nobody is there they're always with you so it's kind of in a in a weird fucked up way a bond you know and whenever you want to go out to the let's say quote unquote normal life or like you find a way out to be okay they won't come with you so in a sense you feel scared and lonely as if you're losing a mm -hmm. friend or if you're uh like if if you were to go live somewhere else without your partner it's kind of a weirdly similar feeling to that so that's some fuel for thought right there uh and in a way if we if we look at for example the relationship of like a partner or a friend that you would miss if you went away like listeners think of a best friend and imagine that you're going uh to a different continent or a different country yeah um and then like picture the same idea with you and your panic and you letting go of your panic for example huh or whatever uh whatever it may be for you you know in a weird way because your best friend and your uh problematic hardship in these both scenarios are equally always there for you it's kind of similar as to losing a friend mm -hmm. so i guess because those feelings are quite similar uh subconsciously a lot of people have a hard time doing it you know because that's your norm now uh and another thing which you talked about is I'm, I actually want to shout out a really dear friend and your brother, Rafi, who always, who on a couple of occasions talked about this specific thing, which I'm going to mention right now. Uh, it's the positive and negative energies. Mm -hmm. uh, we actually did the experiment on myself and it's weird. So imagine like you pushing down, you're holding out your hand and somebody's pushing down on it on two occasions. Uh, both of them equal force. On one occasion, you think about all the nice things that happened to you, all the good things, how strong you are, how happy you are, how much work you did to get there, and you're able to resist their pushing. But when you do the same experiment with them pushing down on the same force, uh, with the same force, and you think about all the negative things, like you're a fuck up, you can't do anything, shame on you, you can't physically resist the same force and you your hand goes down. We actually did this with Rafi the other day. And it's also a worthy thing to mention here because um, when you said gratitude, mm -hmm. that's an effect on this. So practicing gratitude is you... Uh, okay, it's like when we said in a previous episode, I forget which one, is the bad news travels fast. You, We talked about this, yeah. right? I think it was two or three. Whichever it is. In this scenario, it's it's hard... It's it's easier, like we said previously, to think about bad things all the time. Or it's easier for them to stick in your head for longer. But it's harder to think about good things. Which is why, like what you mentioned, the last step of practicing gratitude is going to really, really help and benefit. And it has. Also, I've tried this as well. Uh, and it's essentially countering the natural fact that bad news sticks longer. You mm -hmm. know? Yeah. So... They say like bad news travels six times faster than good news. Yeah. And so it's similarly, yeah. Yeah, even like 
You know, another thing here that I want to touch upon is that connecting to the like the bad news. Um, you know, think about it. We are more likely to text, for example, text our friend when something bad happened than yeah. something good. With the good thing, maybe we might take like it might take like one or two days or like for like a few hours for us to text. But so when something bad happened, we're more likely to text quickly or like talk to it to someone else. Mm -hmm. And another thing is like if it's in a conversation, what usually happens is that sometimes not usually what sometimes happens is that the person in front of you, it, it creates a loop. The person in front of you starts talking about their problems and they become a victim as well. And wait, I'm trying to explain this, uh, that it's like understandable. Yeah, so it almost becomes like a, a, a competition. Exactly. Who's worse? Yes. Who has, who's got things worse? worse. Exactly. Yeah. And I have noticed that a lot lately. I don't know. And it's like, with social media, I know you've heard this a lot too, but with social media, I hate to see those reels and um, stories or whatever, like people making their problems part of their personalities. Mm -hmm. And they're like, y there are some people that you go into their bios and they say, depressed uh, senior engineer i'm yeah. sorry no you 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 said it so well like the fact that you connected those things together makes perfect sense and my engineering fellows will 100 percent agree with you but yeah you're saying yeah i'm sorry no 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 okay. don't be this is perfect so it just some people it just they created part make it part of their entire personality and they compete who is more depressed who is more as you said who has it worse mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they don't realize what they're kind of i don't want to use this word but like what they're manifesting yeah. and what they're putting their energy to and what they're enforcing to happen and yeah they fueling. don't fueling it's exactly it's they don't they, I'm saying they, we've done it, we've all we've done it. We've all done it, but it, the imp important thing is to understand that you're doing it. Because if you do it for so long, you'll actually start to believe that it's it's part it's of you. It's your reality. It's you. It's like an extra appendage, mm -hmm. you know? You create your own reality. I believe in that. That yeah. sounded like a very... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so imagine this. It's, it's also like uh, older generations especially talk about similarly about phones. You know, like, oh my God, these kids, their iPhones are glued to them or their phones are in their hands. It's like it's their extra hand. Uh -huh. And you never think, like, not never, but you rarely think that your phone... Have you ever went out of the house without a phone and you felt like you were naked? Yeah. Like it's in your pocket and it's not, and you feel like you... Amot, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, um, so in a way, that's the same... That's am I making sense? Yeah, yeah, no. That's it's kind of the same way people talk about uh people think about the problem. It's like it's part of the it's part of their personality. It's also almost becomes a part of their body. Uh and yeah, fueling and manifesting is like letting it grow mm -hmm. and letting it mm -hmm. actually s consolidate and be a thing. 
exactly. then it's very much harder to remove than if it were a hypothetical thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, there's a lot we overthought about. And yeah, it's just what would what would what would you say like the key takeaways of today's session were? Session. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It just made sense. Um, like don't don't be a cow. Be a buffalo. One. Practice gratitude. Two. No, I would say okay. okay. Can I say it again? <laughs> sure, sure, sure. You can. Acceptance, like uh-huh. accept your situation. Let go with the practice of gratitude, and all of this goes under. Don't be a cow, be a buffalo. Yeah. Mic drop. Mic drop. Don't drop the mic though. It's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, positive and negative energies. Uh, thinking, knowing. It's. I would al- almost like tie all of that back to understanding and seeing and there's so many words that go well with this so i'm just gonna say it all like seeing understanding feeling knowing and you said manifesting it's also a good way of putting this that you are in command and it's up to you to make a path or make something become real exactly and sometimes you can do it on your own but sometimes you need some support and that's okay hey. we've all i've seeked support and it's okay to do that but don't become a victim like don't victimize yourself if you build a wall of a first story it's okay you can build the wall but once you have to lay the floor of the second you know the the, the flooring of the second story you have to put in supports from the bottom or else the concrete will fall down so what I'm saying is, even any analogy you think about, support is needed to get higher or to get bigger or to get better. And it's okay. Yep. Yeah. So let your friend, uh, whether that be a journal, a therapist, I don't know, sometimes even AI or chat GPT, you know. Exactly. You can Family. literally these days talk to anything and let them help you mm-hmm. but ex- actually let yourself help yourself through talking to them exactly whether that be a book a person or general artificial intelligence yep so i guess this would conclude a possible you know possibly a, f- a part one of many of talking about self-victimization and problems in general Uh, thank you all for joining on our episode six of professional overthinkers self-victimization podcast episode bye sky bye bye